Hey, light babes. We have a lot of things going on at Gin and Gems, but that doesn't mean that you don't deserve some new content in the meantime. One of our undergoing projects is our website. This is going to serve as the hub for all Gin and Gems resources. You can get to know each of us as the podcasters, a little bit more about us personally. We'll have some discussion boards and even an online store. As you might imagine, being very into lapidary, I do some jewelry making. I've also dived in some of the resin and mold type of things. I'm really excited to continue to be able to flex my creativity. But today, I really want to talk about me. Although it is Gemini season and happy birthday, Amanda, let's dive in to my big three. And not only my big three, but how they correlate with all of the babes that I have in my home. So I'm going to be identifying each of my pets as who I see them representing within myself. If you don't know what the big three are or what your big three are, it's not very difficult Amanda is planning on going over this in depth in our next full length episode, but to give you a gist, your sun sign represents your core self. Your moon sign is more of your inner self and your rising is how you present yourself to the rest of the world. So let's dive right in with my sun sign. I was born at the end of July. My sun sign is in Leo. Leo is governed by the sun also, which never retrogrades. Leos are perceived to be very bold, confident, beautiful, loyal, maybe a little cocky. I can't help it. It's the Leo in me. (laughs) So who represents my Leo? That is going to be Nebula. We call her Nebby. I've always considered her my pretty dumb pet. When I say that I see Leo in her though, the personality traits that she projects that make me think that are She is very loyal to me. I am the only true owner she's ever had. And so I do feel like we have a bond in that way. But she's also freaking gorgeous. She is all gray, medium hair. Like when I say all gray, I mean down to the pads of the bottom of her feet, her little lips. Like she is a gray cat. The only thing not gray on her is her eyes that are kind of that like green gold color, but she's just alarmingly beautiful. She does love to be the center of attention. Once upon a time, I had a wellness check where police officers visited my apartment where I had my other pets kind of hide and be nervous. Nebby was definitely loving all of that attention, making sure she got all of her scritches, things like that. She's the most vocal of all of my pets. Also, she does what she wants, when she wants, and she's very unapologetic. So that is how I think Nebs embodies my Leo sun. Let's talk about my moon sun. (laughs) It's how you interact with yourself or maybe treat yourself, but also how your very closest friends and family may see you. So this is a really private expression of yourself. My moon sign is in Cancer. Cancer is a water sign, which means it's a little bit more emotional. If you have a Cancer moon, you're probably a little bit more sentimental and sensitive, maybe a little bit clingy even, although I do see that as more of a Pisces energy. Sorry, Pisces. I think that can equally be applied to cancer. A cancer moon, it shows a lot of depth of feeling. It shows a lot of creativity and imagination. There's going to be a load more other bits about it, but that's just sort of the general idea. So in internally and in my closest circles, they know that I cry. <laughs> yeah. 
So who embodies my cancer moon sign? And that is definitely Pip. He is such a little lover boy. He's such a little clinger. I can't walk into a different room without him following me. And he gets a little butt hurt over really small things. He's a sensey boy. He also does these little passive aggressive things. Like if he's annoyed, he breathes out this like very low hum from his throat. I'll try and demonstrate it for you. And please don't make fun of me. But he's just like, (sighs) as he breathes out. And he does that when he's annoyed. When he does have his feelings hurt or he's mad at you, He won't cuddle you, which is very abnormal for him. It does crack me up, but I just know how sensitive he is. So Pip is definitely that cancer sign in me and portrays that beautifully. Last but not least, we have my rising sign. Sometimes this is also referred to as your ascendant. Hopefully that doesn't get confusing, but your ascendant is how people perceive you especially in first impressions, the mask you wear for the rest of the world. And I've got to say, you guys, I am pretty balanced. My rising is Virgo, which is an earth sign. So I do have that sun in a fire sign, my moon in a water sign, and my rising in an earth sign. That Virgo rising has that purposeful and trustworthy energy. We're also very in tuned to our body and the signals that our body is giving to us tend to be a little bit like direct to the point, maybe matter of fact, sometimes coming off as cold even, especially to new folks. I think this ties in with the sun sign of Leo, you know, that loyalty piece. Virgo risings also are pretty productive people, like to make the most of their day. I am definitely a morning person, so that makes sense. And I do like to create, so that ties into the productivity, but also that inspiration and the emotional side of the cancers. That maybe my sun and moon sign may leave dangling and complete me as a whole person. A whole ass lady, if you will. Of course, I only have one pet left, so that's tuna. The reason I feel like tuna falls into this Virgo category of my Virgo rising is bitch is busy, for one. There's little tiny running around footsteps upstairs right now, which is actually tuna getting into stuff, being busy, keeping her mind going. Tuna also has a lot of that loyalty And she's very in tune to my body. As I maybe have like hinted at earlier, I struggle with chronic depression. She can tell when there is an episode happening and understands how to help me through it. So although she's not in tune with her own body, which she is a little clumsy, she's in tune with my body at the very least. And she is, again, productive isn't the right word necessarily, but she is busy all the time. She can come off a little bit cold, especially to new people. So that is like red flag Virgo right there. She does not care about you unless you are giving her scritches or playing. That's pretty much it. Virgos have that organizational attribute and Tuna is definitely a plotter, which is a little bit more Scorpio energy, but along with the other qualities she has, I feel like that really is driving more towards Virgo. That is how I feel like my pets embody some of my personality traits and my big three. 
it's kind of perfect that I have the three of them. And I go through phases where each one of them is my favorite for changing reasons. But I do really love all of them. I feel like they're meant to be in my life. They have specificity. They have roles that they play. And there's different things that I see in each of them that really make them my booze, my babes, my ride or dies. So you can hop over to our Instagram at Gin and Gems Podcast. There are definitely some photos of all of my pets along with Amanda and Stacy's one pet each. They're kind of slackers when it comes to the pet game. Although Sunny is a handful, so she might count for more than one animal. Although we're still working on the Gin and Gems podcast.com website. There's contact forms in there, but you can at least check it out, share it with your friends and give us some feedback on what you'd like to see there. Don't forget to give Amanda some love. Her birthday is coming up to celebrate. We're going on a trip to LA, which is one of the causes of the full length episode being delayed. But wish us luck because we are going to have so much fun, learn so much about ourselves, and just enjoy life as fully vaccinated and able to begin branching out again. So with all of that said, thank you so much for tuning in again. We really appreciate your listenership. It means a lot to us. And we'll talk soon. Bye, light babes.